Playlist World Ministries. These are very welcome. Is there anybody here for the first time? Anybody here for the first time? Light of the World Ministries. Praise the Lord, everybody's here. How about, again, we just get up and give everybody a, a welcome and greet someone and bless them and give them a big hug. Amen? Let's go. Praise the Lord. You know, even a hug just does somebody a world of good, doesn't it? Doesn't it just get rid of all the cobwebs? <laughs> Hallelujah. Just before we get into the word, I just want there's one announcement. Tonight we have a, a, a guest speaker coming tonight called a man called uh, Ray Rodriguez. He's from uh, Kansas in America. Uh, he he preaches all around Kansas City, revival meetings and just preaching evangelism and different churches. So you'll be really blessed and I would like to encourage you all to come tonight because I believe we're going to have a, an awesome time tonight in the Lord and uh, hear his testimony, hear him preaching. So please don't miss it and it's an opportunity maybe you can invite someone to come along because I truly believe the Holy Spirit will move tonight as, long, as well as he'll move this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So let's, let's just pray before we get into the word. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you this morning, God. We thank you, Lord, that we're here because of you and you alone. Lord, we thank you that you're a, a great God and an awesome God and a wonderful God. Lord, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for the anointing right now that's flowing. Lord, I just pray, Father God, for your word to go forth. I pray, Lord, for every person to be encouraged, every person to grow every person to mature, every person to be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm sort of tired of church. Is anybody in here tired of church? Is anybody tired of, you know, Going to church just for the sake of going to church? Is anybody tired of, of uh, just praying for the sake of praying? Is anybody tired of just worshipping God just for the sake of worshipping God? Is anybody tired of, of just going through the whole... The whole, the whole what? Motions. The whole motions. You know, just tired and tired and tired and tired and tired of just going to church, going to church, going to church, and it's just the same thing week in, week out, week in, week out. But there's got to be something more and there's got to be something different. Tired of going through, yes, going through the motions. I'm, I want God to change everything for the better. I want God to change, starting with me, I want God to change me. I want God to change our church. 
I want God to change our worship. I want, the God, I want God to change us so that we'll have a passion for people. I want God to change us so that we have a passion for prayer. I want God to change us so that we have a passion for worship. I want to have God to change us. I want, us, I want Him to turn us upside down, back to front, on the right way up. Hallelujah. Because there's more than church... You know, I'm tired of just preaching and teaching just for the sake of preaching and teaching. You know, you can get into the whole system of you just, well, there's teaching on today, so I'll just go and I'll be taught. Or I'm teaching today, so I'll just go and I'll go and teach. And we forget. We, sometimes we lose why we do things. Sometimes we, we lose the whole thrust or the whole purpose or the whole reason why we do things in church. And the things that we do become the main thing. Instead of realizing that the things that we do, there's a greater purpose behind everything that we do in church. That we just serve God for the sake of serving God. Somebody says, hey, this is what you do, so you just do it. And we get into autopilot. We become like a robot. We don't even think for ourselves anymore. We just do it because we do it. We just go to church because everybody else goes to church. Some people go to church because they want to please people. Some people go to church because they're forced to. Some people go to church out of fear. Some people go to church because it's a habit. If it, that's not the reason why we come to church. We come to church because we want to and because we love God and because there's something different in church than there is out there. I want God to shake us. I want God to shake me. I want God to shake us. I want God to shake this church. I want God to give us a, a Holy Ghost shaking. I want God to give us a Holy Ghost awakening. I want to see, I may pray as God for fresh fire, fresh fire in our hearts, fresh fire in our church, that our church become alive. If the church was on fire, if the church was truly alive, the place would be bunged out to the doors. Bunged out. I was saying in the prayer meeting, I was, I've been praying this week and seeking the Lord, and, and the Lord just says to me, Brian, if you just teach and encourage and, and lead my people to pray and to call upon my name and to seek my face. He says, everything that you're praying for, everything that you need, physically, spiritually, financially, I don't care what it is. He says, you'll not have enough room to contain it. You'll have so much stuff, so many people. You'll not know what to do with them all. If we just pray and seek His face and call upon the fire of God, because the fire of God's in every one of us. It's in us. Hallelujah. God breathe life in this place. God fan in the flame. The fire of God in this place. You see, the fire of God answers everything. The fire of God brings peace. The fire of God brings joy. The fire of God brings love. The fire of God brings a passion. The fire of God brings compassion. The fire of God brings a zeal. The fire of God brings life. We need the fire of God. Hallelujah. The fire of God will bring 
will bring a passion to win souls. The fire of God will bring, bring a passion to bring deliverance. The fire of God will bring a passion to bring healing to people. The fire of God will, will give us a passion to worship God. The fire of God will give us a passion to pray. The fire of God will give us a passion to preach. The fire of God will give us a passion to read our Bibles. The fire of God will give us a passion to come to church. The fire of God will give us a passion to reach out to the lost and out to our family and out to our friends. The fire of God will give us a good kick up the backside. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes as Christians we need a good kick. And the fire of God will give us that kick. Because it will be burning in us. And we'll, be, we'll have such a passion and such a desire that there'll be something burning inside us that we'll, want, we'll not want to do anything but serve the Lord and worship the Lord and to reach out to people because the fire of the Holy Ghost is compelling us to do it. He's, he's driving us to do it. He's given us a passion to do it because it's burning in us. You know, when a church full of when a church full of believers come together, full of the fire of God, the place is electric. The place is alive. It's a place where nobody wants to go home. You know, as a church, I no longer want us to go by time. You know, yes, we, we, we plan to finish at one, but I don't want you ever thinking that when you come here that you're going to go home at one o'clock. Because if you, you see, how can we expect God to move if we say, we pray at 11, say, God move, and then at 11, or at 1 o'clock, we pray, God, out of the way, I want to go home now. You see, if we come to our prayer meeting, and if we open the service at 11 o'clock, and we're crying out for God to move, and we want the fire of God to burn in this place, we cannot expect to go home when we want to go home. We can only go home when God allows us, when God has finished dealing with every one of us, when God has finished healing, when God has finished saving, when God has finished delivering people, then we can go home. So I want you to know from today, don't expect to go home when you expect to go home. I expect to go home whenever the service is over. Hallelujah. Is that okay? If you want a church that you can get home at half twelve, then this isn't the church for you. (laughs) Am I saying that today we're going to stay at two o'clock, three o'clock? No, I'm not saying that. We could finish at quarter to one today, depending on the Lord. But hey, let's not be sitting in our seats thinking, my goodness, it's quarter to one now. I need to get home. Let's be expectant. Let's come to church expecting to see God move. Let's come expecting to see God manifest in our midst and not limit Him or put Him in a box of time. Whatever the Lord has, let the Lord do it. You see, when the fire of God comes, there's manifestations of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You see, when, truly when the fire of God is operating in our midst, you will see gifts of the Holy Spirit manifesting before our eyes. The gifts will just flow with the fire of God. You can't conjure it up. It'll just happen effortlessly. It'll just work because the Holy Spirit is evident. The fire of God is there. Amen? Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Fire, there's, there's power. 
Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Is the Holy Spirit upon you? Is the Holy Spirit in you? Is the Holy Spirit here? Well, there's got to be power, because if there's power, there's fire. If there's fire, there's power. And if there's power, there's manifestation. And if there's manifestations, there's healings, there's deliverances, and there's something before our eyes. And here going, waiting, you know, seeing what's happening. God is in us. The fire of God is in us. We receive power when we receive the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost came to Pentecost, He came to stay. God is the same today and forever. God that worked with Paul is the same God that's working with I today. There's no limitations. There's no hindrances. There's no blindness. There's no difference. It's the same God. It's the same, God. It's the same Lord. It's the same faith. Amen? What's happening? You see, whenever there's Hallelujah. Whenever there's, whenever there's fire, there's no fear. Whenever there's fire, there's boldness. Whenever there's fire, there's confidence to do the will of God. You know, if there's one thing lacking in the body of Christ, it's boldness and confidence. The Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. So when we have fire, we have boldness. When we have fire, we have confidence. When we have fire, there's no fear but faith. Have a look in the book of Acts. Chapter 4, verse 31. It says, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. You see, when you have the fire of God, you will speak with boldness. Whenever you're in your workplace, you will speak with boldness. Whenever you're in your school, you'll, you'll speak with boldness. Whenever you're with your family, with your friends, in your neighborhood, if you truly have the fire of God, you will speak the love of God, the grace of God, the works of God, the Word of God. You will speak it with boldness, with confidence, and you will touch so many lives with fire. We need the fire. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 29 says, Our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. And our God is in us. And we have the fire within us. Whenever, there's, whenever we have the fire, there's less flesh. The reason why the church is powerless today is because there's more flesh than there is fire. Fire will totally dissolve all flesh. And when there's less flesh, there's less problems. And when the fire of God is here, Jesus Christ is talked about more than ourselves. 
The fire of God will do nothing but talk about Jesus, glorify Jesus, magnify Jesus. But whenever we've no fire, we begin to look at ourselves, we begin to think about ourselves, we begin to talk about ourselves, and self gets in the way instead of allowing the Holy Ghost to arise and for self to die. The greatest antidote to, to feeling down and depressed and all is get the fire of God. Put your eyes on the Lord. Become bold. Become confident. For, lose yourself. Forget about yourself. Could it be the church as a whole has become too self, more selfish? They've, they've le le thinking less about the Lord. Thinking less about the fire and thinking more about self. Self has to die. And the fire has to flow. Amen? Right through. Think of even Peter. Look what the fire of God done to Peter. The same Peter who denied Christ. The same Peter who, who, who went back into the world and started fishing again. That same Peter stood up after the day of Pentecost with the fire of the Holy Ghost and he spoke with boldness and the 3,000 souls gave their lives to the Lord. Something changed. Something happened when the power of the Holy Spirit came upon him. He and truly was endured with power. Hallelujah. You see, all the way through the Bible, God always appeared like fire. When you think of Moses, when he came to the, to the, the burning bush, the bush was burning, but the fire was in the bush, but the bush wasn't burning. God revealed himself to Moses as fire. Think of even the children of Israel right through the wilderness. There was a pillar of cloud by, by day and fire by night. God again revealing himself through fire. Think of Elijah on, the, on Mount Carmel when he, called, when he called upon God and God came down and licked up that whole sacrifice with fire. God answered with fire. And then we know on the day of Pentecost, if you turn in the book of Acts in chapter 2, verse 1-4, to four, says when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all of one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. Again, we see fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance. I like the way it says, and they, speak, they spoke with other tongues. And then it says, and the Spirit gave them utterance. Because you can speak in tongues. But it says here, and the Spirit gave them utterance. When you have the fire of God, and you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, and you begin to speak with tongues, the Spirit will give you utterance. Amen? You see, you and I as Christians, brothers and sisters, you and I have the Holy Spirit in us. The day we received Jesus, we received the Holy Spirit. In fact, there's people in here today who have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire, but it's laying dormant. As a Christian, you either have the baptism or you may not have it. But you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit 
can happen right now. You see, the baptism of the Holy Spirit doesn't come from heaven. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is you being unblocked or unplugged. You see, when you received Jesus Christ and He came into your life, the Holy Spirit came and He imparted life into you. He, he, he regenerated you. You become alive. You become born again. But you see, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the impartation of the power or the, the unblocking of the power. So you receive God in His fullness at salvation, but the fullness is not flowing until you're baptized. When you say you're baptized, it means that it's without measure. So you can have Christ, you can be saved, but the without measure, the fullness of God is not flowing in your life. So you can be here today, born again, but not baptized. Or you can be here today, born again, unbaptized, but yet it's all land dormant. You know, it's a bit like a car. You know, if you, if you buy a car and uh, you go and get petrol, you go to the petrol station, you put petrol in it, that, that petrol is no good unless you start the engine. You're going to keep that car for the next hundred years. You've got the fuel. You've got the petrol in the car. But until you actually do something about it, until you actually switch that engine on, you're never going to experience the power. You're never actually going to see the power. But yet the fuel's there. It's always there. It's waiting for someone to do something. It's waiting for that fuel. That fuel is waiting, just waiting all the time for it to flow through that engine to bring power to that engine. See, the Holy Spirit is in you right now. And whether you're baptized or not, if you want to be baptized, you just get, ask God to baptize you. You ask God to unplug you, to unblock you, and let the fire of God flow out of you. Let the baptism of fire flow out of you. Maybe you just need stirred up today as a Christian. You maybe you've been baptized. You see, baptism in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues and prophesying isn't the baptism. Speaking in tongues and prophesying is the evidence, it's the fruit, it's the manifestation of the baptism. Hallelujah. Look at Acts chapter 10. Verse 44 to 46. It says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnifying God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. So here we see these people got baptized in the Holy Ghost when they received the word. When they received Jesus, they also got baptized at the same time. So before you can receive the baptism, you must first receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And yes, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, praise God, sometimes you can get baptized there and then. But more times than not, it's a distinct, it's a different time of baptism. So it could happen after salvation. Amen? 
So God wants us all to be saved and God wants us all to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And God wants us all to be running with the fire of God. The power is there. We have the power. We have the fire. Do you believe that you have fire in you today? If you're a born-again believer, do you believe that there's a fire in you that just needs to be stirred up? That just needs to be, to be unplugged or unblocked in you right now? Do you believe that that fire can, can burn in you? I believe there's people in here who have experienced that fire. You see, that fire gives you such excitement and such passion. It gives you such a zeal. It gives you such, a, such peace and joy. It's just a bliss to have that fire. You know, God wants us to enjoy it. God wants us to experience it. God wants us to run with it. But it's not for you. And it's not for me. It's for people. It's to bring the fire to the nations. It's to bring the fire into our families. It's to bring the fire into our businesses and into our schools. It only takes one young person in here today to bring fire into a school and pour it out. One person can bring the fire and it can be contagious. Lead one person to the Lord. Get them baptized in fire and let it spread through a school. Let it spread through a community. Let it spread. It can even spread here in this church. It only takes one person to have the fire and everybody else to say, I want that. I want more. We should be, we're, we're here to inspire each other. We're here to encourage each other. Hallelujah. There's a fire right now that's laying dormant in so many lives. I'm going to ask praise and worship to come forward. I want everybody in worship to play this morning. Everybody. There's a fire that's looking to come out. There's a fire that wants to flow in here this morning. There's a fire that just wants to be fanned into flame this morning. You see, this fire will break every shackle. This fire will break every bondage. This fire will break every chain. This fire will break all fear. This fire will break every hindrance. This fire will break every limitation. There's too many limitations in people's lives. There's too many hindrances in people's lives. And all we need is the fire. All we need is that fire burning in our hearts. That fire consuming everything that will block us. That, thing, that fire that will stop us from running with the gospel. That fire will break away every limitation. There's limitations that God wants to break this morning. There is so much things that are blocking us and hindering us. And God wants to break in and break out with the fire of God. Does anybody want fire this morning?
Does anybody want to see their church on fire? Well, we're not coming to church out of, you know, just going through the motions of coming to church. But we're coming to church because we're on fire. We're coming to church because we want to we wanna serve people. We're coming to church because we want to bless people. We're coming to church because we want to be contagious. And we want to set people on fire. Because you can set people on fire. Because you have fire. I mean, if you've got a match, you can set anything on fire. Anything on fire with a match. So if you're on fire, you can set anybody on fire. Because the fire is burning in you. Jesus says, He's come to baptize us in the Holy Ghost and fire. Matthew chapter 3 and 11. He came with a baptism of fire. And that fire has to be evident. Man, I, I, the, in the early church, those people, I'd love to have seen those people. Those people must have been so on fire. Man, if you looked into their eyes, you'd have seen fire. So on fire. So passionate. They lost themselves. They forgot about themselves. They didn't worry about nothing. They just had fire. And all they were, were determined to do was when Jesus says that when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall be endured with power. And he says, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You see, this fire is for service. This power is to serve God. This power is to be a witness. God has called you and I to be a witness in Portadown, County Armagh, Ireland, and throughout the whole world. That's what the fire's for. Yes, it's good to come here and see the fire. It's good to come here and experience the fire. It's good to come here and see it and feel it. But it's more than that. We're getting back to the point of... Uh, Going for the fire just for the sake of having the fire. Let's go to church and see if we can experience the fire just for the sake of experiencing the fire so that we can go home and feel good. It's more than that. Praise God for feeling good. I want to feel good. Everybody wants to feel good. I want to feel the fire. But it's more than just feeling. It's more than just experiencing. It's being a witness. It's serving God. That's what it's for. God wants to take away any limitation. Limitations, fears. There's fears that God wants to take away. And the only thing that will dispel that is fire. Man, when you're on fire, you're afraid of nothing. When you're on fire, you're as bold as a lion. When you're on fire, you're as confident as anything. Not in yourself, but in the Lord. And in what He's done for you. And what He's made you to be. Because you've got fire. You know, you can have a church of a thousand people who have no fire. You can have a church of 50 people who have fire. Which is better? Fire will consume all your problems. Fire will consume all your worries. 
All the things that are annoying you right now, all the things that are bothering you, all the things that are holding you back, fire will just dispel it all. Fire will just take it all away. Hallelujah. Let's get the fire. Let's go for the fire of God. There'll be less problems when there's more fire. No fire, lots of problems. Lots of fire, no problems. That's why we have to, we've got to die daily. That's why we, we have to not fulfill the lust of the flesh, but do the, the will of the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Walk in the fire of God. That's just walk in the fire. That's, that's be conscious of that fire that God has given us. It's not like God gives you today and takes it away tomorrow. Or He gives it to you for a week and then He takes it away for a week. No, He's given it to us. It's there 24-7, 7 days a week, 52 weeks of the year. If you're baptized, you have the fire. Say, I've got fire. Burning in my soul. And the only one can stop that fire is me. But from today, I ain't going to stop it. You see, the devil can't stop it. The only person can stop it is the flesh. The devil is afraid of the fire. The devil screams at the fire. Especially when he knows he's going to fire. He can't withstand it. He can't come against the fire of the Holy Ghost. He hasn't got a chance. So you don't have to worry about him. You don't have to fear him in any way. Because you have the answer. You have the fire burning inside you. You have every answer. The fire will, will answer every problem. The, the fire will deal with every problem. The fire will come against any enemy. The fire will put anything down that will try to lift, will try and hinder you, pull you back. The fire will consume any limitation right now in your life. If you're here this morning and you're a Christian and you haven't been baptized in the Holy Ghost, you can have it this morning. You see, you can't have it until you, you make Jesus your Lord and Savior. If you've done that and you're saying, Brian, I don't have this baptism. Or if, not, or if you're not sure, come forward. And if you're not sure and you don't have it, come and talk to me afterwards and I'll explain it to you in a, in a, in, in a better way. And I'll explain it to you in more detail. If you want it, come forward. If you're not sure you've got it, come forward anyway. Man, when I first got saved, I was first to the altar for the first two years. I was baptized in the Holy Ghost uh, 6,482 times. Nah, I'm only joking. <laughs> but I was making sure. <laughs> there has to be something in you that's saying, God, there's got to be more. Even when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, there's something in you saying, you know something? There's more. Just because you're speaking in tongues and prophesying, there's still more. There's that, it's that hunger. It's that desire. It's that want inside you of always constantly saying, God, there's got to be more. Some people, when they start speaking in tongues, they think they've got it and that's it. And then they just close up and everything just lays dormant and they don't do it anymore. 
If you speak in tongues, it's the evidence that you're baptized. But hey, it's more than that. Far more than that. The fire is there to win souls. The fire is there to serve God. The fire is there to love people. The fire is there to build the kingdom. God wants you and I to build the kingdom. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, no matter what part of the country we're in, no matter what job we have, no matter who we are, what size we are, what age we are, God wants you and I to build this kingdom. And we need the fire to build this kingdom. For it's not by might nor power, but it's by His Spirit. And we need the fire. So if you're hungry and thirsting and desiring more of God, and you want the fire of God to manifest, if you want unplugged this morning, if you want that fire burning in your heart, if you want to run with that fire, man, if you have, if you have no peace, if you're tormented, if you're worrying about anything, you need more fire. The fire will answer it. You don't need another person to pray for you. You don't need uh, another teaching, or you don't need, all you need is a fire. The fire will just cancel it all out, dissolve it all. So if that's you this morning, and I believe we all can do more, I think I believe we all can have more. If you're this morning here and you want, you're saying, I want that fire. I want that fire burning in my heart. I want to run with that fire. If that's you this morning, please come forward as we worship God right now. Come forward quickly. Come forward.